I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, September the 23rd. And thank goodness we're coming to you after a couple straight Phillies victories. My bad. For missing a few days here, it's been a crazy week, um, but good to go now. And the Phillies are back to, you know, at least if not good to go, certainly not panic city like we were in the middle of earlier this week. I mean, geez, Louise, for the first time all season, I've been very staunch, very, um, you know, believed. I I am uh, have been... Very set on on not concerning, you know, not getting too concerned with the Phillies not making the playoffs because they've put themselves in such good position, because they've battled, because they've handled adversity all season long, all the million things we've talked about so many times on this show. And then they lose five straight, and it's like, oh, well, it's September. <laughs> and for the first time... For the first time, when I had three days ago, I started to think, oh man, I like, maybe they're going to blow it. <laughs> you know, maybe they could. That 18 to 11 game, which I was at, by the way, um, you know, it felt like, oh no. You know, after getting swept by the Braves, obviously going back to that Friday game in Atlanta, it really felt like that was the pivot game that you know was the beginning of of the the end of the same thing that we know of the september disaster you know that's what it felt like that that sir anthony coming in in the 2-1 game and giving up the homer to Acuna and then it all falling apart and they lose 7-2 and then they just get beat the rest of the weekend and they come home and they lose that 18-11 game to toronto and it's like oh it's happening again they're doing it again that thing that we were all terrified of that you know the sense memory was was there in in full force in full force and they go down three nothing two nights ago and and it's just over it just felt over it was <laughs> they were still a playoff team and i kept saying i think they're gonna make the playoffs even still i didn't abandon it but at the same time i certainly um i didn't feel good about the team in that moment but you know, really, that win on 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 um, Wednesday night, you know, that four three win just ended up being so big. You know, to to go down three nothing in the eighth inning, zero zero, you're cruising along. Zach Wheeler back. We'll talk about that. Probably the best thing that happened all week. 
you know, he pitches great. Syndergaard pitches two clean innings. Not sure why they took him out, but fine. They're going along eighth inning. And again, Sir Anthony, again, again, Sir Anthony, a three-run bomb. Sir Anthony gives up, had given up eight runs all season and gave up eight runs in back-to-back outings. Phillies believe it's a mechanical flaw. They believe it's easily correctable. Fingers crossed on that. They desperately need Sir Anthony to be better. But right after that, right after the top of the eighth, we go to the bottom of the eighth. And shout out to the Phillies, man. Shout out to the Phillies. In that moment, Vlad Guerrero hits that home run, season over. That's what it felt like. It felt like the end of the season. And it wasn't. JT Homer. Dalton Guthrie. What a stud. What a, what a player this kid is. Dalton Guthrie. Comes through with an RBI single, and then he would come around to score as Kyle Schwarber finally comes through with a big hit as, you know, it's been the bottom of the lineup. We'll talk about, you know, the win the next night. Bottom of the lineup. Keep it going. In this one, it was Matt freaking Veerling. Matty V. Five for five. Five singles for Matthew Veerling, including a winner, a Baltimore chop. With the bases loaded to walk it off. The Phillies win it. It was thrilling. It was desperately, 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 desperately needed. Like, could not have been more needed. Um, that Veerling hit. It was so, so, so big as uh, Phillies win that one. Four to three, walk it off. And honestly, as much a save the season game as the Phillies have had. I mean, that game saved the freaking season. Saved the season. And then last night, they win one nothing over the Braves? Over the Braves? Was anyone watching that confident they were going to win that game one nothing as it played out that way? I wasn't. And they did. And it was a massive win because the Brewers won yesterday and the game was over and we all knew what was happening. The Phillies found a way to win it. It was desperately needed. They remain two and a half games up on the Brewers, three and a half with the tiebreaker. The Phillies are at 82 and 67 on the season. Pretty crazy how close we are to the end of this thing. The Phillies have played 149 baseball games. They have 32 left to play. Pretty, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy that the Phillies are this close. To the end of the season, you know, that we are there. 13 games left to play for the Phillies. And they have a three and a half game lead, essentially. It's big. I mean, that is big. They are in a really good spot. They're a half game back of the Padres. They've played one less game. Of course, they own the tiebreaker on the Padres as well. We'll go through the standings in a little bit more depth in a little bit. But, you know, <sighs> that's how I feel right now as a Phillies fan. A little bit of an exhale. We're not there yet. But... It really felt like the season was over. Now they got a little bit of a cushion now. You got three more against the Braves, and then you got seven against the Nationals and the Cubs on the road to make the playoffs. This team has consistently, and look, it's coming back around in the sense that, you know, over this little stretch here, everyone thought they were going to blow it. And look, they still could. Um, You know, I think, um, you know, the whole they only beat bad teams, they don't beat good teams thing is coming around again. And I've been very strong in saying, you know, that's how you make the playoffs. Um, but, you know, it was a frustrating little run here. But now the Phillies just need to, to handle the Braves a little bit and then go beat bad teams. And they're there. 
Yeah, it's that close. Um, and again, last night, just such an incredibly important win. Uh, Phillies win one nothing on a sack fly in the second inning. That was it. That was it. JT a single. Uh, he would get moved around to third. And Matt Veerling, yet again, Matty V, it's a uh, sack fly. That's it. That was it. Shout out to Ranger Suarez, who was brilliant last night. Worked himself out of a couple jams. That last one, I, I don't I don't know how he did it. Totally thought they were going to score. Got out of it. Six shutout for Ranger in a massive game. That's the second straight huge game Rangers pitch against the Braves. Think about that. I mean, Aaron Knowles on the hill tonight. I don't think any Phillies fan has confidence in Knowles going to go out and deal tonight. Ranger, in the last week, has had two massively important, you know, first game of series starts against the Atlanta Braves, and he's dominated them in both. He's dominated them in both. Honestly, Ranger might be my... I know Nola will be the number two steal if the Phillies make the playoffs and they'll play the three-game series. It'll be Wheeler, Nola, Suarez. For the three games. That's what it'll be, and that's what it should be. Um, and if there's a fourth, it's Falter, which is freaking wild. Um, but, you know, um, Ranger is the one I have the second most faith in, is what I'm trying to say here. Like, without a doubt, it's not even close for me. By the way, it's Falter tonight. Uh, Nola tonight was right, then Falter tomorrow, Gibson on, on Sunday. Um yeah, I, I I trust Ranger more than than anyone but Wheeler in a playoff game, without a doubt. In Ranger, ice in his veins, but uh, a huge needed outing last night. The bullpen gets it done. Zach Eflin, great outing from Eflin. An inning in two thirds, three strikeouts, only allows a base runner. Jose Alvarado comes in, locks it down, gets a big out to end the inning there in the eighth, and then comes back out for the ninth, gets it done, two strikeouts. The last one was a little iffy. It was close. Uh, got, a, got a nice call from the ump on one, but then gets the guy to swing at a high heat at the end. Definitely would have been ball four. The guy swings. Phillies win. one nothing. one nothing win over the Braves in September. It really didn't feel like that was going to happen. It didn't. It, it, it was a big one. It really was. It really was. Credit were due, right? I mean, and again, um, I think it's very fair to, you know, be concerned about the Phillies right now. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I can't uh, rip anyone. I can't, um, you know, tell you you're not, you know, that you're crazy or anything. But these two last wins have saved the season. They've saved the season with the Brewers winning. They've saved the season. I mean, the Brewers won their games. <laughs> this was so close. Think about it right now. These are two games that the Phillies barely won. They barely won. They won 4-3, coming back in the eighth, down 3 nothing, and they won 1-0 over the Braves. And if they lose those two games, they're a half game up on the Brewers. Now, they have the tiebreaker, so technically one and a half, but they'd be a half game up on the Brewers if they don't win those last two games the last two days. Think about that. Think about how incredibly important those games were. Just massive. Plus, the Padres lose yesterday. So the Phillies are able to gain a game there. Again, they're only halfback of the Padres. Really have just played one less game than the Padres. One in the loss column. They're behind. So they got a little leeway there. I just I can't emphasize how important these last two days have been for this team, for this playoff push, and, and you know, season-saving wins. Season-saving wins the last two days. Legitimately. And um, 
And again, while I'm not, you know, I think after the five game streak, and how we felt earlier this week, five game losing streak, it definitely, um, I'm not going to say like, you know, wow, the Phillies have just dominated or blah, blah, blah. But the, but again, I do think, you know, these were tough fought wins. Tough fought wins that they deserve credit for that they desperately need. Now, obviously, a big week in Atlanta. You can't just tank now because the Brewers are facing the Reds. We saw yesterday, they can handle the Reds. So um, it's a, just a gigantically massive series this weekend. So big. So big. I want to get to Wheeler's return in a sec, but quickly just on the field. And I mentioned earlier, but the really the top of the lineup has been the, the biggest issue for the Phillies over this little stretch of struggles lately. The uh, Honestly, you know, JT has been freaking unbelievable. Like, what a superstar. He's been the best player on the Phillies since that first Toronto series, since, you know, the All-Star break, that whole thing. He's been the best player on the Phillies without a doubt. Like, there's no number two. <laughs> He's like so far ahead of everybody else. He's been so incredibly, incredibly important for this team, and he deserves so much credit. And I, I definitely... May I call on my end. I was ripping him to shreds earlier this year. There's a lot of Phillies fans where I was ripping the contract. I was ripping him. And he's completely and totally turned his season around. He's had a, um, you know, an MVP-ish type season. You know, he's not there. He's not close to Goldschmidt, you know, who'll win it. He's not close to, to the top tier guys. But, you know, in all honesty, when we look back at this Philly season, you know, I think JT Romito is probably the Phillies MVP. I think JT Romito is the Phillies MVP this season. I, I, I'm as shocked by it as you are. I'm as shocked by it as you are, but I think he is. I mean, he has turned in all of a sudden just a, a, a kind of a magical season. You know, he really, um, especially considering where he was coming from, just a real, uh, real epic turnaround. For JT, I mean, JT, 21 home runs this season, 81 RBI on the season. He's banged 279. He's got an OPS of 836. That is second on the team to Bryce Harper of starting players. Obviously, some backups are higher, but, I mean, JT's just been amazing. And then you add in the, that elite defense he has played over the second half of the season. And um, really, you know, not enough shouts that I can give to JT Romito. He's been so important. But the top of the lineup is the concern as we head in this massive series in Atlanta. And and I think, you know, obviously Bryce Harper, the biggest. Harper has been horrible um, really since returning. You know, started out okay and, and has really fallen into a, a disastrous slump, you know, batting in the 160 range since returning. Um, has looked lost at the plate that at bat from a couple nights ago in the 4-3 win where he struck out. And was claiming that he fell, tipped the ball, and you know the replay showed he was what like six inches at least above the ball. And that was bad. It's a bad look. It makes you concerned for just how much of a slump he is in that he is looking to get away with something like that, or or even worse that he actually thought he touched that baseball. Um, it's just such a symbol of how 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 much he's struggling right now and how hard he's pressing. And and another is the base running. I mean. Man, the the pickoff on second in that four three game against, or excuse me, the the against the in the eighteen eleven game, not the pickoff, the the getting caught off second after the flyout. Well, it was inexcusable. It was little league baseball. A little league coach would run out and be like, "What the hell are you doing? What were you thinking? Have you ever played baseball before, kid? Like that that the little league coach would say that. It was crazy." 
It was crazy. And, and in that game, yes, they lost 18-11, and, and and no point did it really think they were going to win. But if there was one moment in that game where it felt like, oh, were we, we're in this. It was that moment. They got it to 7-5, and Harper gets thrown off second. It was just a disaster. Then he had the one the night before where he gets picked off first or a couple nights before and, and, and just, you know, getting thrown out, trying to get extra bases and too aggressive and all that. We know he's a dumb base runner. He's just a dumb base runner. Harper, we've seen enough. We have four years of Harper to know that he's just a dumb base runner, flat out. Like the guy, and look, I like aggression on the base pass. As a general thing, I'm a fan of it. I prefer aggression to non-aggression on the base pass. But he's dumb. He goes too far. He, he is, just doesn't think about it. And and now it really seems like it's, you know, this this slump is affecting his overall play. It, it's it's permeating into other phases of the game for him, and, that, and that's an example of it. So, you know, the Harper thing's a concern. Um, I would even consider sitting him for a game. Um, I know it's tough to do, and this is a big series, and it takes some, some stones to sit Harper like that and all that. So, you know, if you want to wait till the Nats, Cubs series, whatever, I get it. But ultimately, if you're going to make the playoffs, which, you know, again, you're three and a half up with 13 to play. So you're in a nice spot here. Um, you know, you're going to need Bryce Harper to be better to have any sort of chance in the playoffs. Um, and it is, it's such a shame. You know, it's such a shame because obviously MVP last year and then. Was on an MVP pace again. You know, who knows if he has a Goldschmidt-like season? Probably not. But, you know, in the DH part of it probably hurts him in that respect. But but he was playing like an MVP. You know, he's batting 320 or whatever. You know, he's to, uh, on pace for 35 homer. You know, it was, it was just going to... He was on his way to a freaking awesome season. A top-tier season. And it just sucks. It sucks. And I love how they played without him. I think it really bonded this team. I think it helped get them to where they are and all that. And... But, um, you know, for him, for us to see Harper finally make the playoffs and be a shell of himself for it, it's, it's a shame. And again, that injury is tough. Like, and he rushed back and you know, it saps your power. And it's not the most surprising thing in the world that he's struggling, but it is it is a shame. I'm, I would give him a day off. I would let him clear his head because um, obviously he's struggling. There are physical reasons for that, but he's also just pressing, man. He's pressing. Um, all right, we'll look at the standings and look ahead in a minute. But, but again, I mentioned in passing before, but. Really, um, I do want to belabor it because the single best thing that happened for the Philadelphia Phillies this week, and those two wins the last two days were freaking important. So not to underrate them because they were the two biggest wins of the season, maybe, in terms of where the team was at, how it was feeling, the history of September that we know, all that stuff. But without a doubt, the single best thing that happened this week for the Philadelphia Phillies was Zach Wheeler two nights ago. Zach Wheeler looked awesome. Four shutout, hitting 99 on the gun, looked absolutely dominant. And they're getting him back with enough time to get him ready for the playoffs. Game one starter Zach Wheeler sounds damn good to me. And I think, you know, look, we were very scared, very concerned for him injury. We should have been right call by us. Um, it does look like they were really, this was a rest thing. This was a get him right thing. And man... Man, was it heartening to see that dude come out of the hill and look like he looked. Um, and again, I think it, it totally, it should change your perception of this team's chances. You know, Zach Wheeler's a guy who can win you a playoff game. He can go into game one against whoever the hell it is. You know, let's say it's the Braves, because right now it would be, you know, Max Scherzer, that's a tough matchup. DeGrom, that's a tough matchup. But it's the Braves, Max Fried versus Zach Wheeler. Wheeler's better. Wheeler is better. And then you just need Ranger to do what he did last night, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh man, they beat the Braves. You know, it's 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 possible. 
It's possible. Again, I'm not counting on it, and certainly, after the five-game losing streak in September here, the struggles offensively, all that stuff, it's hard to say you think the Phillies are going to go into the playoffs and, and go on a run, because you would want them to be coalescing right now, coming together, the hottest team in baseball. And look, they still have... 13 games to maybe get on a bit of a roll going in here, and we'll see if they can do that. That might change perception. Um, but, you know, I think I think it's hard to imagine, having seen the Phillies play the Braves a bunch of times this year, that they're going to win the series against the Braves. But if they're going to, it's because Zach Wheeler's going to go out and win game one. That's why. That's the reason they can win this series. Getting this dude back and him looking as healthy and as good as he does is the single best thing that's happened all week. Now, Sir Anthony, we mentioned before the mechanical flaw and stuff. That is an important one, too. If they can get Sir Anthony back where he needs to be, then we're cooking. Then we're cooking. But right now, the Wheeler thing, at least, you know, for me, the the single, without a doubt, best thing that happened this week in such a massive, massive, massive way. So important. Um, all right. Um, we're going to look at it the week in a sec first. Let's let's see a quick spin around the standings. There's 13 games left in the season, 13-12 for some teams. Um, we are almost there. It's crazy. Um, okay, I'm, I'm turning 41 on Sunday, by the way. That, 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 I can't believe it's September 23rd already. It's my birthday on Sunday. 41! It's crazy! I don't know how that happened. I felt like I turned 40 yesterday. Um, and this season has flown by two, and now we're at the end of it. AL East, Yankees clinch it. They will be the AL East representative, not surprising. Uh, seven and a half up on the Blue Jays there. Cleveland Indians are about to clinch the Central. They're seven up on Chicago. Unbelievable. Cleveland Guardians. I keep doing that. I'm so sorry. I'm trying. The Guardians, seven up. They're going to win the Central. The Houston Astros, 99 wins. The best team in the American League. They have uh, clinched the uh, AL West. And um, for all intents and purposes, clinched the best record in the American League. They will get that. National League. Bray, uh, Dodgers have clinched. The Dodgers have won 104 games for anyone paying attention. 104 and 46. They're 21 games up on the Padres, who are a playoff team as of now. Uh, Cardinals about to clinch the Central. They're uh, seven and a half up on the Brewers. Mets and Braves, the only real division race in baseball. Uh, Mets are game and a half up on the Braves here. So as weird as it is, my, my, my best friend since the first grade is a Mets fan. Uh, my buddy Teddy, shout out to Teddy, and, and he texted me last night before the game and said, go Phillies, and I was like, "That that's weird. That's weird. And then I said, you know what, though? I was saying the same thing for you guys over the weekend against the Brewers, or, or over a little earlier in the weekend against the Brewers. So strange times indeed we are in. We're rooting for the Mets. The Mets are rooting for us. Strange times, but I'll, I'll take it. It is what it is. Just want to win games. Uh, Mets uh, game enough up on the Braves, so that's going to come down to the wire. Very fascinating stuff, and the Phillies do play a role in that right now. Um Wild card, American League, the Blue Jays, and the Rays, and the Mariners are your wild card teams. The Orioles are four games back on the Mariners, so um, those teams looking pretty solid there. I don't know what the tiebreaker situations are for all of them, but looking pretty solid. The, the Blue Jays are, are game and a half up on Seattle, so six up on Baltimore. They will make the playoffs, um, but but pretty tight there. I think very likely Toronto, Tampa Bay, Seattle will be your playoff teams in the National or in the American League in the Ameri- in the National League. Braves obviously still that top wild guard spot, but fighting with the Mets for the division still. Padres a half game up in the Phillies. The Padres are eighty three and sixty seven. The Phillies are eighty two and sixty seven. So one in the wing column. I thought it was lost column. Oh, it's one. Uh, yeah, my bad. So one in the wing column. Um, they have an extra one in the loss column against the Brewers. That's what it is. So they are eighty two and sixty seven. The Brewers are eighty and seventy. So it's two and a half games with the extra game in the loss column again. Of course tiebreaker so Philly's sitting really pretty right now and again you know you need to win games and not suck it up and not lose and all that stuff without saying it goes without saying 
Um, but the Phillies do need to um, handle business. All right, quick look at the uh, the schedules for this weekend. Brewers, they're in good shape this weekend. They face the Reds. They won 5-1 yesterday. Three against the Reds, and then two against St. Louis to start off next week. An off day, then two against St. Louis. Then they have the Marlins and the Diamondbacks. So not difficult per se. Easier than the Phillies with their games against the Braves and the Astros left, even if the Astros you know, might not try. Padres schedule. Again, they're a half game up on the Phillies. Padres schedule is a little tougher, but uh, Dodgers really only tough team left, and they've already clinched. So three in Colorado this weekend. Should not be too hard for them. Then three at home against the Dodgers, three at home against the White Sox, three at home against San Francisco. So slightly tougher teams in the Phillies, but they are all at home. The Phillies, conversely, are on the road. The Phillies end their home season this weekend. Three at home against Atlanta, then they go on the road for three. Against Chicago, then three in, uh, and then four in Washington. That is huge. And then three in Houston to finish it out. This weekend's pitching matchups. Nola against Odorizzi. Aaron, buddy. Aaron. Biggest start of your career, pal. And you've had a few of those, and they never go well. Falter against Kyle Wright tomorrow. 21-game winner, Kyle Wright. Did you see that? 21 wins. He's got 4-1-6. All right, crazy. Falter. Trust the guy. It's crazy. And then on Sunday, Gibson versus Morton. That is a severe disadvantage for us but then we have wheeler on tuesday against the cubs you hope you can take that one down either way what a massive 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 weekend for the phils against the braves we'll be locked in on all of it just such a huge weekend and we'll be back next week to react to it all such a massive series and the phillies have a chance to make the playoffs we're right there it's so close they just got to finish it out whatever happens have a great weekend we'll be back to talk about it on monday so until then thank you for listening to another edition of phillies today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.